Hey, welcome to the Maybe You're Like Me podcast with me, Mike Burns. Listen, I know we're all more alike than we care to think. We've all got dreams, we've all got hopes, but sometimes we can feel a little alone trying to navigate in this crazy world we live in. So this podcast is all about you and it's all about me and how maybe we're a little more alike than we care to think. Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. On today's episode, we are talking to David Buckmaster. David has worked at a high level at some of the biggest companies in the world, places like Nike and Starbucks. And honestly, he's probably a genius. He wrote an amazing book called Fair Pay. He's an amazing dad and husband and honestly, just an all around good guy. You are going to love this conversation, especially if you've got some opinions on the DC universe. So enjoy this episode with David Buckmaster. David, it's so good to see you, man. How are you doing? Hey, Mike, it's awesome to see you. It's been a long time. It really has been. Uh, I was thinking about it earlier. Um, it's been a minute since you guys have been in Florida because you left us. How dare you? No one mm-hmm. likes your attitude at all. Way to go. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, we. Um, so I, I grew up in Florida, met my wife there. We are Florida Gators, like multi-generation Florida Gators. So okay. um, I'm not sure if that's something to be super proud of right now. They've had a rough <laughs> couple of years. But uh, um, yeah, so so we left Florida uh, for uh, professional purposes and moved to Seattle. We were there for a handful of years and then down to Texas, which I, I think we'll probably get into here in a little bit because uh, I know that's your home home state and I have feelings about it. Uh, and then we, <laughs> we, we, we wanted to get back to the Northwest. So uh, we've lived in Portland, Oregon for the last five years. That's but we awesome, get our, our family's in Florida, so we still get down there about once a year. I think you just decided, hey, let's get as far away from Florida as possible. And uh, that's what you did. It wasn't the original intent. Like I, I legit did move for a job. I would have moved for that job regardless of the state that it lived in or, the, or that it was based in. But uh, we just grew to really, really love the Pacific Northwest. So oh, absolutely. In Portland, yeah, in Portland, I, I mean, I can be at the ocean in an hour or a ski resort in 45 minutes or a winery in 10 or infinite hiking trails. I mean, it's it's a brilliant place to live. And I think it's been uh, has had some what I think are unfair branding problems over the last couple of years. But, <laughs> but, but it's still a it's still a wonderful place to live. Well, you know that uh, phrase dress for the job you want. I feel like uh, you always dress for the life you want, because as long as I've known you and it's been legitimately 15, 20 years, uh, you've always been wearing flannels. And so I feel like you were just like purpose made for that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, Florida, August flannel. I don't care. This is, this is my protest. <laughs> this is my protest shirt. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, it, it, it fits our lifestyle. Great. You know, Florida or, or sorry, Portland is the uh, like the joke is that it's the city that young people go to retire. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 you know, so, you know, all our entire food scene is, is great and it's, but it's like super casual and, you know, getting dressed up means like, you know, is it the nice Birkenstocks or, you know, just, are, are you stuck with your Chacos, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty low key place to live. It's, it's, it's a city that, it's a city that doesn't, I don't think takes itself very seriously, which is, uh, kind of right up my alley. Yeah. That's fantastic. All right. So, uh, number one, I just want to say thank you for being here. This is so much fun for me. Uh, honestly, the most fun thing about this whole thing is just getting to catch up with people that I've met and uh, that are doing amazing things. And so I wanted to reach out, actually reached out to you and you've been so gracious. Thank you for being here, man. I love it. I mean, we, we could have done this without microphones too. You know, if you just wanted to, if you just want to call me and catch up, we can do that anytime, my friend. But, oh, wow. uh, ha- happy to do this in a public setting also. 
<laughs> That's awesome. All right. So uh, here, maybe you're like me. It's all about this. Like we see people on Instagram or Facebook or influencers or celebrities, and you want to know what are these people really like? Like, are they the same person that you see on the internet? Or like, maybe, maybe they're like me, maybe they're not perfect. Maybe they don't have it all together. But before we can get to any of that stuff, uh, I'll, let's figure out who is like filtered David. So if we were just like looking from a distance, trying to figure out who you are, uh, give me the 411. Who is David Buckmaster? Uh, you know, the, the high level bullets on this, um, uh, you know, we've already covered, you know, I live in Portland. Uh, I've been married for 15 years, uh, got married in Florida. Uh, and we have a 13 year old daughter. So I think people kind of look at us and wonder how our, our child is so old when, you know, we are, you know, we're, we're, we're quite young, but that's, uh, the, the, uh, you know, we sort of skipped our twenties and went straight into the, uh, the childhood child rearing phase of our lives, but, uh, you know, great decision and, and wouldn't have changed anything. Uh, about that. Uh, professionally, uh, I sort of have two jobs. I've got the, the fun thing that I do and the, the thing that pays the bills, but they're, they're super related. So my day job is I, I, I design, uh, uh, compensation programs. Uh, so what that means is, um, I'm in charge of how much money everybody makes at the companies that I work with. And so like, I work is this at, like, the fun part or the, uh, no, no, it, it can't, well, it's, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. So it's, um, so I, I've worked at uh, you know corporate offices of Nike, Starbucks. Uh, I work for a, a Brazilian-based mobile gaming startup now, which is uh, it was quite the journey to get there. It's very interesting. Uh, but you know, like when people say you know the man is holding me down, you know, hi, hey, like that that that's me, right? Like I, like I, like I, I'm, I'm the one figuring out how much money you make. Like there was at one point I was I was like in my mid to late twenties and I was in charge of like how much every barista in the country made. Uh, at Starbucks and I, um, am very happy. I don't have that job right now because it seems extremely complex. I think that company is going through some tough things, but, uh, but the, the, I, I sort of, uh, parlayed that into a, uh, a writing career also, which is, I'm sure we'll get into that story. Uh, yeah. but so I, I wrote a book, I, I, I'm going to shamelessly just oh, put it up here. This is actually anyway, the plug but, section. Plug away. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. So it's called fair pay, how to get a raise, close the wage gap and build stronger businesses. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk all about that in a minute, but, uh, that released last year. Um, and it'll be out in Japanese and Korean quite soon. So, oh, um, if you speak one of those languages, Mike, I'm sure both of them, you'll go right through it. Check I've actually the translation. been waiting on that. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I know you haven't read the book yet, so, but you need the, the proper translation to, to get it. So thank you. Yeah. But as far as like highlight reels go on social or, or whatever it may be, my, my, I think my social is, uh, kind of annoyingly curated, I guess. Um, in yeah. the point, like if it's, what do you call it? The grid, like like the main part of it. Yeah, I'm way I'm way behind on the terms. I, I don't know what's going on with social oh. anymore, and some of it's like lost some appeal to me, to be honest. Uh, and I don't understand the new things because I'm getting old. But my daughter will send <laughs> me the funny videos like two weeks late, so that's okay. There you um, go. But you know, I, I might post a picture like every three months or so, but it's usually something about my book or um, if I've traveled or something. Like I've always been fortunate to have jobs where I've been able to travel, so it's probably like like truly highlight real stuff on the grid and stories are like a lesser version of that. Or yeah. maybe, maybe I occasionally will get upset at some political thing that some horrendous thing that's happened usually in my home state of Florida and, and, and might post something very brief about that, but I try to not <laughs> go uh, too deep on, on any of that stuff. But um, mostly it's just, I, I just like to look at memes with the family. That's all we do. But that, that's, uh, <laughs> that, that's my, that's my highlight reel, I guess, Mike. 
<laughs> yeah, no, the thing that seems fun is like you, uh, you've got a beautiful family. I love your wife, love your daughter. And it's fun, like from a distance getting to see like, just like little snippets every now and again, like, again, you guys live in such a beautiful area that like, and you're not the type that like, if, if I was living in Portland, I would be exploring the great indoors, but you guys actually get out and enjoy the space. So you're out hiking and <laughs> it seems like you just have a good time living in the area you're in, which is cool. Well, it's funny. I'm not like my, like Callie, my, my wife will like, you know, she calls me an indoor cat. So, so I am, I, I am quite, you know, indoors <laughs> oriented. Uh, like my happiness, my happy place is like a, a, a nice coffee and a book and my chair. And that's a, like my favorite thing to do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, you, you can't live here and not, not experience the great outdoors. It's, it's just too rich of a, um, environment out here. It's, it's beautiful. Well, cool, man. All right. So yeah. uh, you, you brought it out earlier. You plugged it a little early, but let's go ahead and like get the real story. So fair pay. I'm like, so I've got a dream to write a book. And so the second I saw that you were getting like a fully published book and that it was going national and now international, that that's just like the coolest thing to me. So like, give us a story on fair pay. What, what made you think about it? Like how it, like the whole, give me the whole nine. Uh, so it was pretty you know, pretty wild story actually. So I was, uh, you know, I was living in Texas. Um, uh, we had relocated for a job living in Dallas. Uh, and to be honest, like it was a, a, a low point of my life personally. Like hmm. I really loved the job, loved uh, the people I work with, still have great connections with them, but there's something about the place that just like did not resonate with us at all, you know? Yeah. And so like, it was very, very hard for us. And so like one of the things that I decided that I needed to do was this sort of figure out what I would have outside of work and get back into my hobbies. And like, I've always written. So like, I, I like, you know, I used to write, um, you know, uh, book reviews and, you know, uh, those kinds of things for magazines, um, uh, you know, growing up uh, or, you know, teenage or like 20 years, uh, 20s, I had something in McSweeney. So like, I had like a, like a little bit of like just a little taste of, you know, people saying that, Hey, you're good enough to write to where I felt at least a little bit confident in it. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I, um, like I found this writing prize. Uh, it's, it's put on uh, by McKinsey, the, the consulting firm, and uh, the Financial Times, a you know big global newspaper. And the writing prize is called the the Brackenbauer Prize, and and it's put on like the the intent of it is for is best business book idea for people under thirty five. Um, I'm thirty seven now, but at the time I just made the cutoff, right? So um, awesome. I, I wrote the, I wrote this like very stuffy sounding essay about pay and about you know equal pay and all of those kinds of things, uh, and uh, you know, I was very fortunate. Like I, I got globally, uh, uh, shortlisted for it. And, you know, I did not win the prize. Uh, the, uh, but you know, I was looking at the, the people who were shortlisted. I, you know, I, I Google stocked every one of them, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm the only person who went to public school on that entire list. Like it was like, oh, wow. you know, I'm 24 and I cured some strain of cancer, you know? And it's like, Oh my God, <laughs> what am insane. I even doing on this list? Right. And so, yeah. but the, the, the topic was so unique, um, at least, you know, on a relative basis that, uh, you know, going through that, I, you know, I was able to, um, well, like they, they held this big call with, uh, you know, the finalists and the, a uh, bunch of people in the publishing industry. And I was a little bummed actually, like that the advice was basically, okay, you have this on your resume. Now you just need to go cold call a bunch of, uh, agents to see what happens. So oh, I, wow. I kind of thought maybe they would handhold you through this. Uh, yeah. like I had made it at that point. Uh, but no, no. And so what I did was I, you know, I started, uh, you know, like, like every other it, pretty classic story. Like you go to the back of the book and find the agent's name, the uh, acknowledgement yeah. and the books that you really like and start keeping a list and finding the, um, 
you know, the, uh, the, the ones you see, you know, on a regular basis. And so I, I sent a few emails out and, and I ended up signing with, um, with an agency in New York and, and I, uh, specifically, I don't know if you have, have you ever read Cal Newport's books? So Cal writes, it wrote like digital minimalism. So good. They can't ignore you. Uh, oh, he's written, yeah. Um, uh, deep work is maybe one of his biggest, uh, oh, books. Yeah, yeah, and so, yeah. So he's, he's a guy who's, uh, writing has mattered a lot to me. And so That's I was cool. like stoked to be able to sign with the same agent, you know? And so, uh, and so from there I, I signed the contract with, um, with that agency. I'm still there. And, uh, we worked on the book proposal. So turning that essay into the proposal. And so like with fiction books, you write the entire book and you submit that to a publisher, you know, yeah. for, for an auction or whatever with nonfiction books, it doesn't work that way. Like you write, you know, like a book proposal with the marketing plan and the intended audience and yeah. chapter summaries. And, you know, like the first chapter is a writing sample. So we worked on this like 50 page document for several months together and then, uh, ended up selling it to Harper Collins, which is the um, you know, second biggest publisher in the world, which was like, I mean, every step of the way just totally blew my mind. Yeah. And so, you know, I went to, went to New York and met with the team and I mean, like walking into that building, you know, it's like downtown, like wall street area. And it's like, you, you look at the, it's like, they published Tolkien and Martin Luther King Jr. And like Toni Morrison. And you're like, what am I doing here? You know, it's yeah. so like every, every phase of this just uh, like blew my mind. And it was such a privilege to be able to do it. And then so, you know, for the next 12, 14 months, I worked with my editor. I, I just, I woke up super early in the morning before work and, and I wrote. Uh, and, you know, we, we shaped into a book. Uh, Callie was my first editor, my, my wife. Uh, so she read everything before, you know, I'd have the courage to send it to my actual editor. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, cause I didn't want to sound stupid or anything. And so, uh, <laughs> so we had a bit of a, a partnership there, which was awesome. But, you know, eventually a, a box of books showed up at my house and, uh, and then, you know, it released and I can go into most bookstores to find a copy of it now, which is just mind blowing to me, you know? Yeah. That's so, incredible. Like, the process was cool, you know, uh, uh, and you know, critically it's done pretty well. Uh, awesome. you know, I've gotten, you know, some awards, that kind of thing commercially, uh, you know, to be determined. We'll see. Maybe, I'm, I'm still <laughs> hoping for somebody to, uh, put it on TikTok and, and then it accelerate from there. But, um, I'll get right you know, on that. I, but really, yeah, thank you, Mike. This might be my catalyst actually. I don't know. I think this but is it. This, this is it. This is going to be it. This will be my big break. But I mean, like just going through the process was like, again, just such a privilege, just an amazing, amazing thing to be able to do this. So that's a, that's the story. That's fantastic. Again, yeah. so like as a, a guy who is dreaming about writing a book, like I love hearing the story about how these kind of things happen. So thank you for that. Number one. Number two, you're a frustrating person to me because you, again, you don't post to social media very much, but every now and again, you'll tweet or like in your Instagram story, you'll post like just like this small little quip of something. And it's so infuriatingly funny that it makes me so mad and so happy all at once. <laughs> and so you've, you've got the skills to pay the bills. That's all I'm, I'm getting at here. So you, you, you got to leave them wanting more, Mike. You can't, you know, you can't be overexposed, right? You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is that the secret of my success or is it just, I don't um, know. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I appreciate that. I, You're so I have evocative. One, I have one fan. Yeah. Yeah. The people are talking. Yes, they are. <laughs> all, all 12 of my fans are, are talking about it. There's so, dozens of them. Dozens. Dozens. Literally everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Mostly concentrated in the cities that I live in, have lived in. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's that's no, where but, we're at right now here too. So 
but you know, I, I get, I get maybe like one note a week or something from somebody who's read the book and, you know, that's cool. it, it, it helped them get a pay raise or they have more questions or they just want to talk. And, you know, I think that's just the coolest thing, right? Listen, when Justin Bieber picks it up and is like, this got me a raise, it's going to blow you up, man. So, <laughs> yeah, and Justin yeah, listens to the podcast. So he, Justin, I'm, I'm sure he, I'm sure he does. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he does. So yeah. Very hey, good. Biebs, this is uh this is your chance here. All right. Mm-hmm. So here on Maybe You're Like Me, we do a couple of rounds of questions. Uh, this first round is, I call it the first date round. Um, actually, speaking about writing books a long time ago, I had uh, a dumb idea to write a series of books called My Awkward Guide to Blank. So it would be uh, My Awkward Guide to Finances. You could actually help me write that one. Actually, new idea. Let's go ahead and write those together. Yeah, joint, so joint, joint partnership. Yeah, I like uh, it. Yeah. yeah. My awkward guys, yeah. I did guide to getting a raise, my awkward guide to uh, doing the limbo, whatever you can think of. It could be my awkward guide to blank. And uh, I'm, I not sure, I'm not sure either of us are qualified to teach the limbo, but uh, maybe, maybe that first topic is a little bit better. Yeah, no, we'll get we'll get it eventually. So <laughs> yeah. um, my center of gravity is not strong. Um, I mean, I'm, so. I'm only five, six. I can just walk under, I mean, uh, walk <laughs> under the limbo thing. So I think it's fine. Yeah. So maybe so I listen, am good at this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and let's stop this and get writing. So I think we're right there. Okay. But, oh, yeah, yeah. So in that thing, the only thing I could like, the only real example I could think of to help somebody by writing a book was uh, doing my awkward guide to dating. And the only thing I could think of was when you're on your first date, have good questions. And so it's not a question like, do you like dogs or cats or uh, trees? It's uh, things like that. And uh, mm-hmm. for everybody listening, I've had to stop myself from writing the dumbest questions uh, with David. Like I wanted to ask him what his favorite number was, uh, but <laughs> we're not going to do that it's, today. Uh, for 42. Oh. Any, hitchhi- any, any Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fans out there? The, the, uh, <laughs> the, it's uh, 42 is the secret to the universe. There it is. So, okay. Yeah. We, well, then I'm happy we asked that. So, yeah. Right, yeah. So, check, check, Mike. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, these are just fun, more get to know you questions uh, just mm-hmm. to see what you got. Okay. So, the first one is this If you could give yourself any nickname, what nickname would you have? And, precursor, do you currently have any nicknames? Yeah. I mean, so mo- I can always tell how long somebody has known me by what they call me. And so, okay. like, my, all, my oldest buddies all call me Buck. Um, okay, and, okay. and so, uh, Buck is kind of the perfect nickname. Like my last name is Buckmaster and it's the most ridiculous last name ever. Right. But like <laughs> now, now, now that I do, I like, I literally do compensation for a living. So like I'm in charge of handing out bucks. Right. And so wow. like, you know, it's, it's the dumbest uh, thing. I promise it wasn't, uh, you know, there, there's no intentionality behind that, but is that like the, uh, that book, the secret, like you spoke it into existence yeah, on accident? The, yeah. You know, what's funny. Like when I worked at the Starbucks headquarters, we had, uh, all on the compensation team, we had, uh, somebody Buckmaster, uh, someone's last name was pay P A E. And then we had somebody named Overcash. Uh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I don't know, we're, we're, we're kind of a, in, in this deal, we're kind of a cynical bunch anyway. So maybe we, uh, we just kind of gave into that and say, well, I guess this is what I'm destined to do. But you know, like I, I can't imagine a different n- nickname than Buck for me. Like it's, um, like it's sort of, um, came, resurrected when I worked at the Nike headquarters cause we already had a David on the team. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, and I got there second. So it went, you know, I went to Buck, but, um, that, that's, that's, I, I feel like that's my perfect nickname. But if I had to come up with, a a new one, I'd probably try and, you know, use this secret. I, I've never read the secret. I don't know what it's about, yeah, uh, but, uh, but I'm, I'm using context clues from what you said. Uh, <laughs> to say like, if I'm speaking it into the world, uh, I don't know, I'd probably, I'd probably, uh, do something a bit more aspirational. Like, I don't know. 
I, I, something about me being taller or something, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. 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 Old tall boy, but, um, uh, yeah. Mine. Do you remember the old, uh, web series, uh, homestarrunner.com? Oh yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. there was one of the strong, strong door, bad emails. Strong door and, yes. Yeah. 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 That whole thing. There was one of the strong, bad emails where uh, somebody was wanting to learn how to write a letter or something. And uh, he gave himself a pen name and the pen name was the yellow dart. And, um, so ever since then, I've just wanted to be the yellow dart and it means absolutely nothing, but it just sounds say, what fun does to it, me. What does it mean? Yeah. Is no it yellow knows. dart? Where, where is a yellow dart on the ranking of, uh, of colored darts? Is it better? I think like, it than follows a red the dart national or, system yeah. of, uh, yeah. like hurricane preparedness. So a green, oh, not that great. So it's like a yellow, but it'd be like a, but it'd be like a, it'd be like a medium tier dart. Absolutely. Right? So yeah. like the really dangerous dart would be red dart, but yeah. you you sneak up on people. You might get dangerous. Absolutely. But yeah, people you have never to know. watch you have to, <laughs> the yellow dart. You've got to watch because it might turn into something very serious. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think growing up, I always wanted a nickname. I never had one. I like it when people just call me Burns. Hey, what's up Burns? But that's confusing that's, though. Cause you've got like a lot of brothers, you know, you know uh, both yeah. of them. So yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel like, the, well, there's big burns energy. Like when, when you're around your family, <laughs> there's, there's just a lot going on. Yeah. That's uh, a good crew. I like my family. I like yeah, my brothers. They're good. And they're actually good. I call all my brothers. I like when I need to get their attention, I'm like burns, burns. And it usually That's works. That's smart. It, uh, it, it differentiates some things. All right. So you just want to be buck. Um, that's fantastic. I think the people out there do it or, and again, we're, we're just trying this out. Tall boy, buck TBB. Tall boy, buck. Yeah. 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 TB, TBB. I like it. Okay. Yeah. We'll try it. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So, uh, TB, um, all right. So one last yeah. one, and this one's a random one. If you yeah. could be stranded on a desert Island with any celebrity or known person, uh, and it can't be your spouse. So like that, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that just, that clears you of all whatever, like you're not, um, you're not going to take your spouse, but yeah, if yeah, you yeah, could, yeah. Uh, okay. if you could be stranded on a desert Island with any celebrity known person and just for friendship, okay. not, not for this isn't okay, a okay. Love well, Island I, situation. I, I, so okay. I was going to ask what, what you need to clarify the rules of this. Am I there for a couple of days or am I there for the rest of my life? Cause uh, that, that's going to change the, the story let's go here. Six months. Why not? Life's six months. And I'm, and I'm definitely going back to my normal life where I have a wife and all of those things. Afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. So all the, uh, all the, uh, love Island answers are, are, are off the table at that point. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I feel like the, the, the classic answer to this question is always like Tom Hanks. Cause like, you know, he got off sure. once, he'll figure it out again. <laughs> right. You know, like, you know, you gotta believe he can do it. Yeah. Um, if it's six months, like, and, and I'm going to assume there's like a nice supply of food also, yeah, I'm going to add all these conditions, you know, I'm not like, uh, you know, this I might is the do bougiest like, desert Island you've ever yeah, been yeah, to. Yeah, right. I, I'm staying at the local La Quinta. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, maybe just someone I could, you know, enjoy like a Paul Rudd or a Jason Schwartzman. Like I've always like really, really like just, so I can laugh and enjoy myself, you know, with yeah, those absolutely. guys. Um, but it, you know, or if I'm there like a longer period of time, maybe like a, a Wendell Berry. I don't know if you ever read Wendell Berry essays. Not even slightly. Okay. okay, you should because it's brilliant. He's like this. Uh, uh, he's an amazing writer. He writes about um, uh, farming and technology, uh, which sounds a little bit. Just, just trust me. <laughs> trust me about this. Um, so, so he would like he was a professor at NYU for a long time, and then he moved yeah. to uh, back home in Kentucky, and he writes about 
society and technology's impact on it and, you know, living a more simple life. But anyway, I'd pick up some wisdom from Wendell Berry and also he can farm. So like, you know, you can probably get like, he can take care of you, but also impart <laughs> wisdom on you for those six months. Uh, yeah, so so that, you won't have yeah. to do the, uh, La Quinta's continental breakfast. Is that what's happening there? <laughs> no, 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 no. Does La Quinta exist still? I haven't seen one in years. You know, I don't know. Uh, anybody out there listening, uh, if you know about Google La Quinta, it. please I'll Google it. Yeah. Let's get right on that. It's important. I'll check, this I'll check out their financial statements after this, see how they're doing. Please do. <laughs> yeah. uh, everybody check out David's uh, Instagram after this. It will <laughs> definitely show if there's <laughs> looking to the still around. Yes. Um, again, ours are very different. Like I, 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 to some degree, like your, your first ones, like Paul Rudd, like that's more my speed. My answer yeah. to this would be like a Martin Short. Uh, love oh, that funny. guy. Or like that's even funny. like a, a yeah. John Cleese, like somebody like a okay. Python. You can't go wrong okay. with Python. Yeah, so. and, and they're they're old enough to where you can still get some imparted wisdom. So so you, you sort of mixed you sort of mixed my two um, strategies there. Yeah, I'm a genius. I don't want to say that I want to do this question. Absolutely, yeah, I, I think you win. I think you win. Okay. So based off things right now, we are a perfect first date. You and I, uh, excellent job on that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. We'll keep so, that in mind. Don't tell our wives. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Nope. Uh, okay. Not today. The Good thing uh, this is in public. Yeah. Yeah. No. No one will ever hear this. Yeah. Um, so that's the first round. First date. Uh, more fun things. This next round, I call it the slow round. It's more uh, more heart than head knowledge, and so I just. I want everybody out there listening to know a little bit more about you beyond like just fun stuff like uh, eating uh, dumplings on an island with Paul Rudd, you know? So beyond that. What a life. What a life. That, that's the dream, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, with, uh, with tall boy buck. So, yeah. So, but, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm thinking more about this. So sorry. I know you're trying to transition, but tall boy, good. you know, tall boy is like the, the name of a, a style of beer. And so like, mm-hmm. yeah, not really sure I want to go with tall boy, but people will think I'm an alcoholic at that point. So we'll, we'll, we'll workshop the name and we'll, and we'll get back to the audience on that. I said what I said. I'm sticking with it. Okay. So. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. All right. Okay. If there's one thing I know about old David Buckmaster, he's always got a couple tall boys, double yeah, fists yeah, yeah. and those. Uh-huh. All right. So I, again, I've known you for, um, 15 years ish, which is mm-hmm. ridiculous to me that I've known you yeah, for that long. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, the thing that I've noticed, I, I'm a dad, I've got uh, two young boys. They are, uh, four and seven right now. And, uh, it's, it's fun. But something that I've always done is I try to look at people that are a few steps ahead of me in parenting. And so, uh, you and Callie, you, like you said earlier, you guys got started early, uh, and you've had, uh, your daughter's a teenager now. And so you're a person that I've watched being a dad. And from everything that I can figure out, you seem like a good dad. So number it's all, one, it's a, that's just my highlight reel, Mike. You don't see the, uh, yeah, number <laughs> I, I curate things just for you. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you. Yeah. So, uh, so this is a question for you. So, uh, again, you're a dad and yeah, your dad, a teenager now, but like, how has your view on being a dad changed and like, how has your parenting style changed with being a dad to a teenage girl in 2022? Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe this is a, bad answer, but I think about being a parent a lot, a lot less than I used to. And, and I feel yeah. like the older she gets, the less I think about it. And I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's just what has been true for me. You know, I think when you're, when, when the kid is 
very young, like you, you're constantly afraid. Like that first year, you know, you're worried you're going to kill the kid at all times. You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, you're, you're like tracking every movement. It's like, what did that cough mean? You know, what is, okay, and then they get a little bit older and you're like, okay, what are they being exposed to? Um, yeah. You know, am I teaching them basic manners? All of these kinds of things, you know, like did they bite somebody or whatever? They now like, <laughs> like to some extent the cake is baked a little bit, you know, I mean like she's 13 and uh, you know, there's a lot of, you know, growth left obviously, but like, you know, I think also as parents, you you have to acknowledge that like you're going to cause your kids some form of trauma somehow, you know, and it's just, it's about, it's like, there's just no way around it. You know, no parent is perfect and they're going to rebel against certain things, but like, uh, but it's, you know, how do you, how do you respond when you, um, when you do make those mistakes, you know? And I think, um, one of the things that we definitely try to make sure for, for our daughter is like the, just she's around surrounded by good people, you know, yeah. and she's very, um, she's very involved in her, uh, uh local ballet studio. Uh, she's there like six days a week. And, and what I've loved so much about that, um, is that, you know, the, the, the kids, at the studio are, are so disciplined and they're, uh, you know, they, you know, they, they care about school, they care about ballet, they, they take care of themselves, they take care of each other. Uh, and, and they're just really, really good kids. So I think just being in the right environments are, are super helpful. And, and yeah. one thing that I, that I, you know, have to sometimes remind myself that it's still important to do is that, you know, I, you know, we have one-on-one time, uh, you know, with, with my daughter as well. And, uh, so like, we'll go get pizza or something, or, you know, I'll drag her out to walk the dog or whatever it may be. But, yeah. uh, you know, like th- those, those sorts of times where you just, nothing's really planned. You just like create that space for, for conversations to happen or, or nothing. You just talk about dumb internet things for an hour or whatever. Right. Like mm-hmm. all of that stuff is super important, but, um, yeah, you know, and, and we've been very intentional to, to make sure she knows she can talk to us about anything and that there's no consequences for it. You know, um, like we don't want her, you know, hiding or feeling like she's got to hide a part of herself, uh, you know, to, to be accepted or loved, uh, you know, by us or whatever it may be. And so, but like the day to day, like I'm not, you know, I haven't read a parenting book in years, you know? Um, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, and I used to a lot growing up because I, I think I was just scared, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, you get older and I, I know people sort of have this realization from what I hear with their second kid. We only have one. It's like first kid, you, you worry about second kid. You're like, it's fine. You know? And so yeah. like, I feel like that mentality of the it's fine. And, and you can tell me if this is right or wrong, you know, for, uh, Will's the Ben is a younger or Will's a younger Ben's older Will's younger. Okay. Okay. So, so then for Will, you're, you probably put a lot less, sorry, Will, if you're listening to this later, probably <laughs> put a lot less emphasis on, on, on Will's day to day than you did then just because you've been through it before. Right. And so, you know, I think it's, um, uh, maybe natural, like as a kid gets older, you also like, you know, that they, they start to become like a real person. They have friends and thoughts and feelings and opinions and they, they yeah. let go and that's fine. You know? Um, mm-hmm. so I don't know, is that even an answer? I'm not sure that it is an answer other than, uh, just the kid, you know, kids getting older and you've got to adapt with each step of the way. Yeah, for sure. No, I yeah. think like every, I, it's the true, it's true with, uh, kids It's true with people, but every different season has its own unique set of fun things, problems, the whole nine. And so, uh, being a parent, it's just fun for me watching again, people like you that are a few steps ahead or, uh, and I love helping people that are a few steps behind, like the people that are scared that they're going to break their kid when they're an infant and the people that are like, my God, why is my kid so horrible now that they're three years old? You know, that uh, everything in the oh, middle yeah. too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing is fun, but like I do enjoy watching you. And like, there's, there's things about that you just said that I'm trying to implement with my kids now. Like, uh, 
it's tough with divided time between work and everything else, but having little bits of one-on-one time, I, I do not know everything about Roblox and I never will, I hope, but right yeah. now that is the most important it's everything. thing. Yeah. We, 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 so. we've got that. We went through that phase also, you know, but like you, like I randomly just went out and bought uh, like a new Xbox the other day. Right. And, and like, what well, we, we have been uh, like the three of us have been playing Halo every night for like an hour. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. And so like, you know, you, you can figure out ways to try and merge some of those things, you know, yeah, together. Absolutely. It's like, well, the kid's interested in this. I think it's fun, but you create that time where you're like physically next to each other, you know? So yeah. uh, we're playing this game, Tova and I right now called um, it takes it takes two. Um, and it's like this really well-designed like partnership game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so like we're having a ton of fun with that. So, you know, it's, you know, adapting, you know, it doesn't matter what the, what the medium is. It's just the, you know, the, the time that you're spending together, I think. Yeah. That's important. That's huge. And so yeah. I guess I'll spend some time with my kids if I have to. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, so, Will. Yeah. yeah they're doing all right. They're good kids. All yeah. right. So uh, next thing, uh, what's something you pride yourself in? And I know that's that may be a weird thing to just ask and call out, but like you do amazing things. You you've worked with amazing companies, uh, but like where where's something that you actually uh, enjoy and take pride in? Um, you know, it's hard. For, like, I don't really do much besides work these days. Like I'm in a very, very, uh, um, just a very hectic season of life. It's kind of the startup mentality right now. And, yeah. uh, but one thing that I think does matter is that I, that I show up for my team as a, like a, somebody who cares about them and, and being a leader who does, who cares more, who cares about the work, obviously, and the quality of it, but cares that, you know, people are developing, um, yeah. and enjoying, you know, and, and mm-hmm. like, you know, they're choosing to be part of this team or whatever it may be. And so like trying to be a good leader and manager, something that, that matters a lot to me. Uh, yeah. that's kind of the, 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 the most serious answer I can give you. Like, uh, you know, we've got like dumb things too. Um, I like to give Callie a hard time because it makes her very upset, uh, that because she's like objectively a better driver than I am. Okay. Uh, like just, and it's like not even like, I just, I, I zone out, I, you know, and I, I'm thinking about other things. Um, and so, you know, I have close <laughs> calls every now and then, but, uh, but like I did one question better on the Oregon driver's test when we moved here. And so I, I remind <laughs> her of that, that academically I'm a better driver. Um, and so that, that is something where I'm just, you know, kind of, you know, uh, uh you, you gotta take the small wins in life and just rub them in your spouse's face. That, that, that's the, uh, that's the secret to a healthy marriage, I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Take oh, it from man. me, Mike. Fifteen years. Yeah. 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 Good job on you. I'm I'm catching up slowly uh-huh. but surely. But I don't know if I'll ever. If, I don't know how that works out. But yeah. yeah no. Good job. Uh, good job being a a competent driver. A yeah. intellectually you know, competent no, driver. No, no one's died yet. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I like that you threw yet in though. So. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if we turn this podcast quite dark. If somebody listens to this after a tragic accident, just know. Oh, no. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I warned you. Yeah. Uh, so as yeah. a PSA, please don't text and drive. Don't, don't, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think we've covered our legal bases. Now we're good. So I think so, but I can blame it on my vision too. I've, I've got really terrible vision, so I try to not drive at night anymore. Like a eighty year old. But uh, yeah, I was going to ask you if you ever had any aspirations to be a pilot. But is that what was holding uh, you back? That is that is uh, that is way out the window for me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I saw that you got really jealous watching Top Gun. Um, is that the the full extent of it, or you just Top can't Gun play great. volleyball uh, topless? Is that you know, I don't, I don't have the, uh, you know, I don't have the physique for being a, a, a pilot slash volleyball 
on the beach in jeans aficionado. I'm not sure, <laughs> but you know, I'm not sure, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a very weird thing to go on a tangent about, but like, why are they wearing <laughs> denim? You know, it's like that, like that, like who's, who's doing that at the beach? Like you're going to get sand. If you've ever been to a beach before, like I can't imagine a worse thing to be wearing and playing in uh, volleyball. In. But you know, we'll, we'll have to send a note to the riders. This is not yeah. realistic. They shouldn't hey, be wearing denim. Tom Cruise, yeah. if you're listening, uh, what, what's going on, man? Go what's do reshoes, man. Do reshoes. You know, that's why you're only at 94% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Get it together, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were you as a Florida Gators fan upset that they weren't wearing jorts? You know, maybe that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for those that don't know, uh, people make fun of uh, Florida Gators fans because we wear jorts, which is the best, the best burn <laughs> of all time because it's super accurate. There's nothing. There's nothing you can come back to, and it's just like, like it, like it's just. I respect it so much. You know, like it's really, really good burn. Uh, and so I, I love George jokes like a lot. My my uh, fantasy football. Um, name growing up or I don't know why it was, but it was, uh, George W. Bush. Um, uh, not because I had any political like affiliation with the guy, but I just thought it was a funny thing to say. Um, and so, um, anyway, oh, man. yeah. yeah. Uh, for all of you listening out there, if you needed to glean some wisdom from today, it is all the different re- directions you could go with that. You got George Foreman, yeah. George Washington. There's oh my uh, gosh. Oh my gosh. So. Like, yeah. I like so where we, we're going with this. Yeah. yeah I feel like yeah, I, I had more serious questions to ask you, but I, I think we should just keep Let, let's this just riff on this for a while. <laughs> George Harrison, you know, least celebrated member of the Beatles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're, if your team's bad, then you could just blame it on uh George. So yeah. Old George Harrison. All right. So yeah. one last serious one. Let's, let's turn it back for just a second. Unless you have another George you would like to shout out right now. Uh, curious George. Okay. And the man that in the yellow sense. hat. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. my last George. Last George joke. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> let's put a pin in that one for a little bit. Um, curious George doesn't sound like a children's book though. Real so, quick. Let's, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing ourselves off again, but you want to go back to your, uh, your nickname for a second. Do you want to be uh David George or anything like that? Well, we'll, we're going to continue to workshop this, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We'll we'll all come back to that in the mix. We're we're Uh just, that's available if we need it. So, all right. So this is, this is a weird one. Um, as far as I can tell, like you're, you've been a very driven and motivated person. Uh, you, you seem to enjoy what you do. You're a hard worker, but are you more afraid of failure or success these days and why? It's always been failure. Um, seriously, like I am, uh, in like, like this is a real like I, I know we're gonna take a serious turn here um but uh like this is always this has always been a real problem for me like being yeah. deep perfectionist on 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 professional things like personal no uh but professional like uh super super afraid of failure and so like um i'm in my head constantly about this and so yeah uh, you know about is uh you know, is what I'm doing good enough? Am I good enough? Um, is the work quality good enough? All those kinds of things. And, you know, this is something where, you know, Callie said, uh, my, my wife's had to, to like, just constantly check me over the years and, and I've gotten better for sure. Uh, you know, you, you get a little older. What's that? Like Bob Dylan lyric, like I was so much older then, but I'm younger than that now. Like you get older and realize that like the things that you thought mattered just didn't, you know? Yeah. Um, and, but this is something that I have to like really, really watch out for. Cause like, you know, like externally, you know, if you think about this, like, Instagram highlight reel of a life. Like I know, like I've got a really solid resume. Like, like I, I'm certain of it, you know? Um, but like I had this like huge, huge fear of letting people down and, you know, and like I, I do try to avoid conflict as much as I can, which is strange considering what I do for a living because like pay is like, uh, that 
issue where everybody's got a conflict all the time. Like nobody for ever sure. calls me and says, thank you for paying me enough money. Like that's just not how it works, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. um, but like, you know, we had this, um, I was in Brazil two weeks ago for work and, uh, we had this, um, like consultant come by who was talking about, uh, who just said this like personality test for our leadership team. And like one of the personality traits was like the, I forget the name of it, but it was like the, you know, we all had to go stand in our respective corners of the room. And I was the only one, you know, in the corner of the room that was like most concerned about like uh, team harmony and making sure that things were, um, uh, you know, going well for the team. Right. And so like, yeah. and it really surprised people. Uh, uh, and I said, no, no, this is very accurate. Like re- kind of reading through the description, but mm-hmm. so there's something about, what I project versus what is actually going on in my head that, that I have to try and, uh, lower that, that Delta over time. But, uh, if anybody's listening to this and, 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 you know, they struggle with similar things, you know, self-talk issues, you know, the, the thing that I've, I've always found, uh, helpful is just to like take an objective look and say this thing that I'm thinking, is it true? You know, is it true? Or is it something that I'm just thinking that I'm worrying about that if I'm, spiraling and i think well if this happens then you know 10 other steps will happen like the book is a great example like i thought for sure for two straight years i was going to get fired by nike for writing this book you know um because it's deeply controversial topic and i was super clear to try and clear it with legal and all of this stuff but i I was like i was a mess for two years while writing it and it affected the quality of the book to to the extent also uh Hmm. because i I held back in some areas uh because i was worried about my 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 reputation um professionally and you know being able to maintain a job actually so um yeah the answer is firmly on the uh afraid of failure i'm I'm, i don't have i don't have the afraid of success thing isn't isn't something that uh, I, I don't think I ever struggle with. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I feel yeah. you. I think anybody who's pursuing anything with their life, uh, that it, you fall in one of the two there, you either you're so fa- uh, afraid that you're going to succeed that it stops you from doing it or you're yeah. afraid of, of failing. And so there's a quote that I love that, uh, when I was younger, I used to be afraid of failing, but now I am uh, afraid of succeeding at things that don't matter. And that's kind of where I'm at right oh, now. That's good. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't want to have, you don't want to get to the end of it and realize you have some regrets, you know? So yeah. that's, uh, that's, that, that would be a miserable place to, to end up, I think. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So this is, uh, like, thank you for your honesty that that was huge for me. Thank you. And it's fun getting to see kind of behind the curtain of a, a guy that I've known for a while <laughs> that really like you do project that, that you've got to figure it out. And so, uh, you, except for you don't know your, your best nickname outside of that, you're, you've got it all together. So we're, we're, we're going to, we're, we're going to figure that one out, Mike. Thank it's you. It's going to happen. I believe yeah. in that. All right. So yeah. the last question is I ask everybody this question and, um, I, for me, it's been cool getting to learn what other people are learning, but what's something you're learning right now? Um, so the last couple of years, like I, I've gotten back into playing guitar. Uh, so that's fun. I don't know if you want a serious answer or a not serious answer on this, but, uh, uh, both. okay. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I, I played from like age 12 to 15 and then I, um, you know, I played soccer pretty competitively, uh, at, at the time and I sort of deprioritized guitar for a bunch of years. And so now yeah. for the video watchers, I've got a, you know, oh, I don't know where my camera is, but, uh, you know, if you, you got a Stratocaster, looks like a Gretsch yeah, in the middle. It's, it's a, it's an Epiphone Sheridan and then a okay. Mustang bass and then there you the go. acoustics are downstairs. Uh, but you know, I'm still not very good, but, but I'm really enjoying it. So I'm like taking, you know, on pickup music, you know, the, the, the lessons on that. I'm really enjoying that. Um, so that, that's like, and I, and it, like, it helps to kind of exercise a different 
uh, you know, mental muscle as well. Uh, what yeah. is your favorite guitar to play of the the three there? Um, uh, let's see. I, again, for the audio listeners, this isn't going to be super helpful. But honestly, like th- this middle one, uh, this is yeah. an Epiphone Sheraton. Like I picked it up here at this place called um, uh, Black Black Book, the Blackbird Black Book Guitars in Portland, mm-hmm. and it was just something that, uh, like you know, and and you play it too, right? So you pick up a certain guitar and you just know this one feels right in my oh, hands, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So like, there's something about it that just I, I love so much. So. Uh, yeah, I don't have any technical reasons why I love it. I just love it, you know? <laughs> so it's yeah. like the, uh, yeah. the Harry Potter thing. The wand chooses you. Yeah, the wand chooses you. yeah exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's my, that's my Ollivander wand back there. Okay. Right. Is that, is, that, is that the right reference? Yeah, yeah I, I think so. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right. So, uh, this is the last round of questions and, uh, we're going to blitz through these real quick. These are several, this or that solid questions. I call it the common ground round. And, uh, it's just a couple of this or that questions. And uh, you got your, your pen and paper there. I got my yes. three by five cards. And the thing is this, we've done this, uh, a, a couple times now and absolutely nobody's got them all the same as me. So, okay. All um, right. I want to see if we can <laughs> maybe if we link up a little bit here, are you ready for Let's this? Do it. I feel like this first one's going to be controversial and I don't care. I'm here for it. Let's do Question it. number one, Batman or Superman? David is angry right now. I have caveats to this and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> here we go. Okay. Three, two, one. I got Superman. Who do you got? Here. Batman. Is it showing up in reverse? Or do you see it? Uh, no, I can, <laughs> I can okay. see it. I can read okay. it. Okay. Okay. Batman. And so here's my caveats. Uh, Bring the heat. Uh, if you're talking about uh, like, so they're both bad characters. And I think we need to acknowledge this. Like, <laughs> ne- ne- uh, and so, and this could be a whole other podcast, but like. Welcome okay, to Superhero uh, Talk with Mike and Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Neither are great characters, but like um, when I think, when I say Batman, I'm very much talking about uh, long Halloween era, Batman, Batman year one. We can, we can go down that. I'm not, ta- I'm not talking, you know, George Clooney, nipple suit, Ben Affleck, Batman, uh, whatever they're doing in the DC universe. Now I don't, none of that stuff. And like, show me a good version of Superman. Like, like I, like I just haven't like, his name maybe is I'm Dean not deep Kane. enough on this. It was on the nineties. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, I, I did. I did watch that. Absolutely. But they're both <laughs> bad characters. Like, uh, Batman could be doing a lot. Like, anyway, do we want to get into this? Uh, uh, this is the, th- th- this is not the intent of the lightning round. So I'll, I'll hold my, my hot takes on, oh, on, on both of these. We're going to yeah. go ahead. And for everybody listening, we're going to record a, uh, episode, whatever this is, 0.5 literally only about superheroes uh is there a perfect superhero like who's your favorite then if it's not batman or superman who's my favorite um oh my gosh i'm drawing a blank on this like who's uh is there a perfect uh, superhero i don't but like the the intent of a good superhero arc is that they're deeply flawed in some way right so Mm -hmm. you know that's uh uh, and that and that is my core problem with Superman. It's ridiculous that uh, the only thing that that the only flaw is some random rock. This makes no sense. Uh, so so I'll, I'll get back to you on my favorite, but but I, I I would much prefer to go on rants about why Bruce Wayne is wasting all his family's money. Um, you, and you just want to be angry. Uh, I think yeah, exactly. I, I think I'm just upset at the entire DC universe about how they've squandered um, all of this IP. So that's fine. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, this this okay. took a, a quick turn. All right. So uh, I've I've done my best to stay away from any financial questions until Go now. For it. You Are you ready for this? Yeah. 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 All right. Here we go. This is the next uh, next question here as well. You've got a twenty. You got to break it. Would you rather have two tens or four fives? 
this is serious <laughs> questions. Uh, okay. Uh... <laughs> this is the serious round. That's why I like to uh, to do this. Here we go. Three. I'm you curious your answer, like your reasoning for this, but okay. <laughs> Here we go. Three, two, one. What'd you put? You put, uh, you got fives, four fives. Four fives. Four I put fives. two tens. Um, yeah. The, so the only reason I even thought of this, do you remember in the nineties, there was a fake bank commercial called the, it was like the Montgomery change bank. And the whole commercial is no. about how uh, this bank will give you the correct change every time. And it's like, uh, do you Was have that a twenty? Problem to solve? What, like, no, no, no. Uh, that's, it's it's an banks? SNL skit. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, All SNL right. skit. And they were like, "Do you need? Uh, do you have a twenty? You need eight thousand nickels because we can give you eight thousand nickels or whatever the the correct <laughs> oh, okay. denomination okay, okay, is." Okay. I don't know why it just stuck out as funny to me. So, uh, any reason you chose four fives? Or just... I, I just feel like, I mean, <laughs> neither are going to be a problem. But like, if I'm thinking, what am I doing with five bucks or ten bucks? Like, I'm probably uh-huh. hitting like a taco truck or something. Absolutely. And I feel like i feel like in lower denominations you're gonna have less statistical likelihood that somebody's not going to be able to give you proper change back <laughs> why and did so, you have uh, a real answer to this <laughs> well, it was a ridiculous question i had to come back and like like it, maybe it's like would you rather have a crisp 100 or you know uh you know 520s like that would be uh you know, uh, no, one, no, no. one you can show off the crisp 100. This, this is way more practical, but the absolutely. 510, it's like, uh, uh, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote it to be the dumbest thing. And I'm okay, so happy what, that what I did. What is your reason for the two tens? What would it just because uh, yeah, why you can not? flex on people harder? Cause you have two yeah. bigger denominations. Is that absolutely. what it is? Who's yeah, even on okay, the 10 I these days? It. That's old. Uh, is that hammy? I don't know. Nope. I was going to say Hamilton, 20. but who knows? Maybe it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's lost to history. No one will ever know. Was All that right. in the Hamilton musical? We should have, we should have, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it was. $10 yeah. founding father. Yeah, no, that's him. I think it's Hams. All right. So, all right. Moving on. This, this is getting serious again. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's go chicken, not turkey. You going white meat or dark meat? Oh, this one's easy. Oh, just by the pen strokes. I think we're different. Here we go. Three, two, one. I put dark. You put dark, dark as well. Oh, hey, look at you. Yeah, absolutely. It obviously tastes better, right? Like yeah. end of story. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I was when I was little, I remember getting angry with my mom because I wanted her to uh, go to Publix and get an all dark meat chicken. And I didn't understand <laughs> why you couldn't get an all dark meat chicken uh, because I would get angry. Like, you know, I had the legs and the thighs, but then I had to, you know, eat the, the breasts or whatever. And it's like, this just doesn't taste as good. Why can't I have a dark meat breast? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so uh, clearly it's dark meat. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, any story that I have is not as good as that. I'm not even going to share. I, I, I just enjoy a, it more. I, I was a dumb child, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, are you going chips and queso or chips and salsa? This one is easy for me. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. You absolutely have no idea where I'm going with this. Here we go. Three, two, one. I got queso. You got salsa. Why do you think Texas has anything to do with it? Because I live there and it's all like, like... Mexican food in Texas is just queso and everything. Like that's all it is. Yeah. So like I like queso, but salsa like is healthier and it uh, to me like like a what, good salsa what are we doing here what we're, we're going to yeah. health food come yeah, on I, this is not a health yeah. food situation <laughs> you you can eat yeah but you can eat more you know like you don't feel Says like who? you feel <laughs> and, and, and what and when we talk queso is it just like what are you doing are you doing like classic 
Velveeta with Rotel in it? Or do you have like a, a fan? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because Listen, that is not food, you know, like it's wow. your, your cheese shouldn't be uh, wow. shelf stable. Right. All right. Uh, we're bringing this to the next I, episode of uh, health foods with Dave and Mike. Yeah. The, 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 the 0.5 of this episode is just me ranting about stuff. You know, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk Batman. We're going to talk about proper salsa etiquette. We're going to talk everything. Okay. IP issues. The uh, uh, here's my thing. Most salsas contain cilantro. I can't do it. I, I'm oh, a are you one guy. of those people? I'm a soap guy. Yeah. You're a soap guy. I, I've always thought that that would be one of the worst conditions to have. Um, not like, it's not, not really, but like, but, but it's uh <laughs> salsa or cilantro is wonderful and I love it. And, Mm-mm. um, yeah, I can't do it. I, I feel sorry for you. That, thank, that's not, thank that's you. Not I, I accept your, yeah. uh, that's a real affliction. Yeah. It's, I feel afflicted. All right. This is the last one. Uh, we are not doing great. You and I, by the way, um, we are, are we one of four right now? Uh, yeah, we got Batman. That's it so far. So okay, <laughs> no, we got yeah, Dark yeah. Meat too. No, Dark we're, Meat. So yeah. we're we're kind of we're, we're batting fifty. 50 I feel that's this. okay. Okay. Um, all right. Last one for music. Would you mm-hmm. rather the decade of the seventies or the nineties? This oh, is a gosh, tough one. Was, no way. No, this one's easy for me. I, I'm genuinely concerned where you're going here we go three two one i got the 90s 90s you're rocking 90s okay yeah i'm, I'm yeah, not against n- that at 90s all. was i mean so like we play a lot of board games in our house and like uh-huh. uh we we just there's just like there's this one spotify playlist that's just 90s music and it's all bangers 100 percent of the songs are <laughs> i mean and it's like and like our daughter will be annoyed because we'll like just stop playing you know whatever and just start belting out the songs because they're all amazing it's great and also the <laughs> 90s are cool again like all the kids are just like listening to Absolutely. 90s stuff and yeah like uh my daughter bought a cassette player for some reason and like uh and, and she's like rebound i don't know it's it's but no 90s like 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 if you said 60s first 90s i think that'd be a much harder call because there's an infinite amount of classic stuff from the 60s Listen. 70s i feel like is fine 80s has some hits but 90s is really like it, it is an, everything is brilliant. I'm yeah. going to be real honest with you. This is actually a tough one for me because like there's bands like Fleetwood Mac and okay. I'm trying to think of okay. like some good Elton John, like there, like there's a whole, like, oh, sure, sure. Okay. But the, the, it's, uh, the, the scale is very top weighted with some absolute legends on take the seventies. I'll where, take it. But like nineties, it's not like, I feel like it's more evenly distributed greatness, right? <laughs> like, I mean, who, like, uh, yeah. I, I also, know that, that you're, that, that was, it was a prime era for for '90s Pacific Northwest, uh, you know, oh, grunge music too. So that you know, is I'm, true. You know, I'm bringing that back in. Yeah, you got your flannel on. It's yeah. okay. Uh-huh. Um, playing your uh, Pearl Jam and Nirvana. It's all good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, wow, uh, this this took some turns today. I don't know if we can release this episode. Um, because people will be uh, I'm, shocked I'm, and horrified. I'm flame throwing. I'm flame throwing. Yeah, yeah, come, yeah. Come, We're come gonna, visit me. We'll, we'll fight about certain things. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm going to label uh, title this episode uh, "Finances and David's Hot Takes" or something like that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Just trigger warning. I have I have strong opinions about some of the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, if people want to get to know you a little bit better, they want to follow along or support you in any way. What's what's the best way they they can get in touch with you? Um, David Buckmaster books is where you can find all of my links about everything, um, podcasts that I've done about the books where I talk about pay a lot more seriously. Uh, I would <laughs> say it's the first podcast I've done where I've, uh, uh, covered dark meat chicken and Batman for sure. Absolutely. Uh, but if you, yeah, if you want to hear me talk about that stuff, you can also buy and read the book if you'd like to, or, yeah. um, my Insta, what is it? Just D Buckmaster. I think I'll see only, or for the professional users out there, mm. I'm on LinkedIn. 
Um, and and LinkedIn is the most useful social network, by the way. And I know I'll fight people on that, but uh, I hate using it, but it's very useful. Anyway, uh, my goodness, this, 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 this is why this is why I'm going on so many tangents today. I just miss talking to you. <laughs> this is a lot of fun for me too. Let's talk <laughs> a lot more in the future. And David, uh, again, for me, thank you so so much for being here and doing this. I know you are an incredibly busy person, and you are making the world's finances work. And thank you for doing that. Um, I got paid, I think, this month, and so I I somehow want to thank you for that. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, again, everybody, thank you for watching, listening, David. Again, thank you for being here and joining us here on Maybe You're Like Me. We will see you next week here at Maybe You're Like Me.